following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. On this episode of Common Debauchery, the Nightmare and Rotten Jack are talking about their celebrity crushes from their youth. Stay tuned, you're not going to want to miss this one. It's sure to be full of nothing but some serious common debauchery. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. Joining me once again via the Zoom machine, Rotten Jack. RJ, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not much. Just doing the things and the stuff. Doing the things and the stuff. We were going to do this in person, but there's an illness running through my household. So we couldn't because we don't want to get, we don't want to test two people's immune systems. So the alley cat who has actually two really cool episode ideas, but she wants to be part of them, uh, was going to join us. She is under the weather. She has contracted the Coviticus and, you know, we are hoping for a quick and speedy recovery from that. I feel fine. Do not have any illness, no sniffles, no sneezing, no Upset stomach, diarrhea, whole nine yards, none of it. So we didn't want to test your immune system too. So here we are doing the video thing and we have, we have a fun topic and you seemed a little excited about this. So I'm curious as to how much editing I'm going to have to do for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh God, probably not much. We are talking about our original back in the day childhood celebrity crushes so um we i got the idea a couple of the um pages that common to our common debauchery facebook page follows post things and there were the one was uh it was the 90s childhood crush starter set yeah i saw that exact meme and that's kind of where i got this idea so uh do you want to lead things off or it's your idea. You lead off. All right. So I'm going to go with probably the like, and we're going to call her an honorable, honorable mention because she's taken many forms, but the one that like you kind of looked at her originally and were like, huh, was April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who originally was animated then became live action and then became Megan Fox. So just the redheaded reporter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who was the only quote unquote surface dweller who wasn't a bad guy who knew who they were. Um, just, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure she was just. She just like stood out. You're on your own with this one. I, I know. I know. Never I never watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I didn't realize cartoon characters were on the table. I didn't either. I literally just said it and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going here. But uh, so Judith Hogue played that. She was a redhead. That's all you need to know. Well, Continue. Well, so she was in Armageddon. And she played. Oh, maybe there were more than one. I don't know. Whatever. Honorable mention on that one. Because. Oh, her. Yeah. yeah. I know who she is. Uh, okay. St- stemming into that one, my first real one, legitimate one, actually on my, the list that I made Amy Joe Johnson, the original Pink Ranger. I'm pretty sure she is the goat of all like 90s boys crushes see i can't say that i mean i can't either but like for most guys probably she's the goat my list is elite like i feel like my list is absolutely elite uh so one of the things that we said for the like okay like what constitutes a quote-unquote childhood crush and we basically decided prior to high school because like sure like under 13 ish like 13 14 that like age of going into being a being a freshman so like that's like you're like, oh, that's a long time. Like, why not just include high school? Well, because in high school, like 
we're including the time where you start noticing like actually like, like the women and the girls around you. Mm-hmm. But before that, you like see these, these people on TV and music and other culture media forms or whatever. And like, you have thoughts and you're like, huh? But like, you don't overly express them or acknowledge them because yeah. you're young and you don't know what you're doing or what you're thinking. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. Amy Jo Johnson definitely made my list. Um, she's pretty high up. Uh, probably like the top quarter of my list. Um, but yeah, God, Amy Jo Johnson. I mean, what else is there to say? Really? I, she, she was your consummate curl neck girl, like uh, girl next door. My mouth yeah. doesn't, doesn't want to work. You know, she had that, that, that weird thing and it between like Jason and Tommy and mm-hmm. always just had that preppy gymnast athletic fun a little valley girlish i think a little bit yeah she was such a weird combination of a lot of different tropes she is just as good in um there's a canadian tv show it was basically the canadian version of swat called flashpoint yeah and she She was was in in that yeah oh yeah, look at that. The more um, you know, she was great in that too. Awesome. All right, uh, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna start like just straight bottom tier of my list. Like, probably shouldn't even be on my list, but uh, Danielle Fischel, good old Topanga. Topanga made my list, and it's hard not to. She got better with age. Yeah. So she was very goofy, hippie, and they played into it heavy in the early Boy Meets World series uh, seasons. She hit a very, very distinct sweet spot where they were, I would say, juniors in high school into just starting like the college age. Yeah. And shortly after like that first year or two in college she kind of got weird again yeah i don't know like like i said like she's kind of like bottom of the barrel for like my list of and that that's not to say like i mean she's terrible um but like, out of the ones that are on my list she's like probably the lowest ranked um for me okay i didn't necessarily rank my list i just put them on a list I, I really didn't them, either, but pick them at choice now. Yeah. I would probably say like, and Topanga was great again, especially in that real sweet spot area mm-hmm. where you just saw her and you were like, Oh, Oh, and again, you're Topanga Topanga on Depends. What a great show. But yeah, yeah. You know, you're looking at this and through the through the lenses of 13 and under, and yeah. you're like, "Huh, what are it's those?" <laughs> yeah. Speaking of what are those? <laughs> Sable. Oh, see, I didn't even go wrestler. Oh, I have two of them on here specifically. I, I oh, didn't know. I, I, I have I have three. Uh, Sable is my original. Um, I'm pretty sure 95% of that were boobs and the fact that she loved to show them on TV, though, I mean, I'm you pretty, can't argue with that. I'm pretty sure, um, you know, especially young teen nightmare, you, you have these big bought and paid for bazungas you're probably going to show them off because you don't you don't pay for them if you don't like them so mm-hmm. this she walked i mean and this was like attitude era wrestling so this was oh yeah brawn panties matches this was bikini contests and yeah. i will never forget the day that she did a bikini contest thing and came out in handprint pasties 
I don't remember that. Who? Oh, she's married to someone weird now. Sable? Yeah. Uh, she is married to... Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, duh. I thought that's what it was. I, I thought so, too. And then for some reason, my brain went to Deborah McMichael, who is not on my list. But she was the one famous for Jerry the King Lawler yelling puppies all the time. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I can't believe my parents let me have a picture of this woman in my room as a kid. I mean... My parents let me go to the like you know you ever go to like the the carnivals and they got like the dart throw and you throw it at the poster and whatever poster like you can get the poster yeah I would always aim for like the fucking hot chicks and like the scantily clad bikinis and stuff just like yep give me that one give me that one give me that one give my walls were plastered in these things see I always felt weird going after those things if my parents were nearby but like i didn't give a shit but i i had a framed probably eight and a half like just your standard like smaller than a piece of paper but bigger than your standard picture like an eight by ten sure of her in a very skimpy green bikini and it was on the desk in my room for as long as i could remember hmm yeah, I uh, I really wasn't into wrestling too much as a kid. Um, so I don't know. Like my earliest recollection of like wrestling and like the the women of wrestling is like you know, your Michelle McCool's, your uh, Stacy Keebler. Yeah, Stacy Keebler is always a good one. Stacy Keebler's on my list. Yeah. Um. If I would have thought of wrestlers beforehand, she probably would have been on my list for Lita, two very Lita, definitely dude. Stop skipping on my list. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so going next for me, <laughs> Dick. Um, probably one of my favorites. Um, and you're probably going to have no clue who this is when I say the name, but you'll know exactly who it is when I tell you where they're from. Vanessa Shaw. Okay. She had real nice yabos. Okay. You didn't get that reference? I didn't get that reference. Hocus Pocus. She was Allison in Hocus Pocus. Oh. What did you call him, Max? Her yabos? Oh. She did not age well yeah she uh, well hit and miss i'll give you a hit and miss depends on the angle <laughs> apparently um sometimes she looks good sometimes she doesn't i don't know maybe the photos that she looks good it, they're a little bit older yeah i mean she definitely yeah from hocus like from the movie the original yeah. hocus pocus sure 100%. Yeah. Which is makes sense because that's what we're talking about. Right. Um, but yeah. Oh, God. Gorgeous. She was gorgeous back then. Well, and she had that girl next door thing going that we've been talking about. Like, very much so. But she had like a different twist to it. Like, she was like super rich and right. like, but she wasn't like a bitchy rich type of girl. <laughs> was that meant to be a play on Richie Rich? Well, no, not necessarily, but happy accidents. Love those. It did cross my mind as soon as that phrase crossed my lips. I was like, oh, that could be a pun on Richie Rich. But no, she wasn't like a bitchy rich kind of uh, girl like that you normally see when like, you know, rich girls yeah, are like good looking. Nose in the air, yeah. want nothing to do with. Uh, she was super like down to earth, like complete girl next door. Like, yeah. Random kid that she just met in school is like, oh, you want to go light the candle? And she's like. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so I'm going to dial back and get the conversation of my two wrestlers out of the way because you already stepped on my toes. Sorry. 
uh, Stacy Keebler for two very long reasons. Her legs, yowza. Um, and how to to the point that she even made a cameo on How I Met Your Mother, and she still looked fantastic. I loved what they did with her in Blue Mountain State with like Thad's like flash forwards that like he's going to be married to Stacy Keebler and they're going to have all these kids and stuff. <laughs> and like finally, they actually got her in an episode of Blue Mountain State. Yep. Like it was fucking great. That was awesome. So good. Um, and then Lita and Lita was such a hard deviation from everything that the WWE, whether you called them divas back then yeah. or yeah, at, at, the, at the, at the time they were just female superstars. So, yeah. you know, then it was the divas revolution and now it's back to the women's revolution, the women's and- revolution, what, however you want to refer to it. They were all like wearing tight leather ish looking stuff that was deep V cut and barely covering anything. And then here comes Lita who just walks out in a normal bra, a fishnet top, like Jingo like, jeans. Yeah. Like, like punk jeans that you'd buy at hot topic or yeah. pack sun and an intentional whale tail. Yes. Like her thong slung up over her hips. And this was in the heart of, I mean, this wearing be, next to nothing. Well, and like this, this was in the heart because she, she didn't wear next to nothing. She wore more clothes than almost everybody else. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like this was in the era of the women of wrestling wearing next to nothing. Yes. Okay. I and misunderstood she, the statement. Yeah. She might as well have been out there wearing a goddamn three piece suit compared to the other women. And, and this was at a point when like Molly Holly was out there wearing a three piece suit is right to censor. Yeah. But this was yeah, this was also in the era where like punk was in like Blink-182 was becoming very popular. Yeah. A romance like that whole thing was coming in. Yeah. And she was kind of just ahead of the curve with that punky kind of style. Oh, and she was incredibly attractive on top of it. Mm -hmm. She might have been the first reason that I like redheads. I'll give you that. I'll definitely give you that. I will. I would. I would. I would definitely give Lita credit as being the reason that I like redheads, or at least the first reason that I liked redheads. Sure. I will support this. Uh, mm-hmm. This commentary. No. Uh next for me. Um. I got a couple of like Disney Channel stars on here just because like I've I grew got, up I've watching got at least one. I I grew up watching like all the like Disney Channel movies and stuff like that. Um Kirsten Storms. Ooh. Xenon, the girl oh. from the 21st century. Oh my god. I Yeah. Yeah. I talk about this movie with Alley Cat every now and again and it irritates me that she hasn't seen it but at the same time like it it just really surprised that she hasn't seen no but and like i don't want her to but at the same time it it just wouldn't hit the same way but yes she like yeah when you were like a 11 12 13 year old boy like she was very good looking. And she was right around our age, too. Yes. Uh, she went on to star in General Hospital, apparently. Did she really? And had brain surgery. Huh. Unless that's part of the storyline she was in. Uh, could be. Yeah. She was a very good looking girl. She still is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely she, still is. She can make my heart go boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that is a, that is a, <laughs> a Xena reference. She's my supernova girl. She is my supernova girl. You, you, Y E W. Uh, good pull. 
Yeah, right. All right. Since you you went through two two wrestlers, I'll give you two here. Uh, we'll follow it up with another lovely Disney star, the good old Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff. Uh-huh. On uh huh. On my list. Uh. And yes, sir. She aged well. She got better with age. That is for damn sure. Like. Even though there are times they make her look kind of goofy on how I met your father. She still looks good. Forget how I met your father. Just look at her goddamn Instagram. Yeah, we'll, we'll be able to say that later about somebody else that's on my list. Mm-hmm. Probably my numero uno, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can almost bet you could guess who my numero uno is just because you know me so well. I'm intrigued to see. But before we get to it, what, when we get to that point, I'll ask you what you think my numero uno is. So I think my next one might surprise you a little bit. Okay. Karen Parsons. Who the fuck is Karen Parsons? Hillary Duff. Or sorry, Hillary Banks. Jesus, we just talked about Hillary Duff. Hillary Banks. How I'm or uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What was her name? Karen Parsons. Oh. Interesting. She was just Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I see it now. Now that I've seen like who she actually was on yeah, like her her, her, pic, her pictures from the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting look on the aging side of things. Yeah, like it almost looks like she tried to let her. It um it it looks like she tried to let herself age, then decided not to, then decided to do it again, where yeah. she went like, "Oh, I'm going to age." No, I'm going to do plastic surgery. Never mind. I'm just going to age. And it just. Yeah. I mean, she still she still looks gorgeous, but definitely looks like she had some work done long ago and then decided to not have any more work done. But yeah, irregardless. Oh, you know what else she was in that? Oh, you know where I know her from? Where do you know? I, her from? I really wasn't like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, I watched like the reruns of it. I never like religiously watched it, though. Uh, major pain. Oh yeah, I yeah. love that movie. She also, she also dated Tupac. She was dating Tupac. Did she really? Died. She was dating Tupac when he died. No shit. Huh. Yeah, that's actually listed on Google. Like, who did Karen Parsons date? She's, um. So she married Randy Brooks and Alexander Rockwell is who she's currently married to. And yeah, there's also. I don't know. There's just there's just something about that little red dress that she wears in major pain that. She also voiced a character in the the show Status Shock or Static Shock. I don't even know that show. (laughs) I. I don't expect anybody to ever know that show. It's, it was weirdly one of my favorites as a kid, like a, a young kid. It was like 2002. I was almost in high school. I was watching cartoons. Still, I don't care. It was a superhero show about a kid who <laughs> controlled electricity. It was awesome. But Hillary, all Banks, right, Hillary Banks was a yeah, dumb. yeah, yeah. Now that I know who she is, yes, I can agree. And she always like 100%. always walked around that show. Like well put together, dressy, classy, you know, little black dress for dress up occasions, like business chic otherwise. Yeah. She was she was very attractive without being she wasn't she wasn't attractive because she walked around naked, which was right, right. Like she was very attractive by just like dressing nicely and conventionally like she didn't have to like try to like dress like quote like sexy or anything like that like didn't matter really what she was wearing she looked good yeah and like and they even played up like fashion being her thing and Mm -hmm. i i'm pretty sure they even did an episode where like they wanted her 
for a job or something to kind of, we'll say, slut it up a bit. And she was like, no. At the, at the end of the show, finally, at the end of the episode, obviously, like yeah. obviously, there's the moral dilemma. But yeah, hard to prove on that one. Yes, sir. That gets my stamp. Uh, Alicia Silverstone. Hell yeah. Mm, yeah. Whether it's Clueless or uh, everyone hates on that Batman movie that she was in, but like. Because those Batman movies by the end were so bad. Yeah. But, but like. Th- it was an excuse to see her in a tight. Leather outfit. Leather outfit. Well, yeah. technically it would have been latex. No, I think they were actually leather for that. Well, mm-hmm. parts of it were leather. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, that that was it was so bad because they did the like the up close of the of all the the suits while they were putting them on, and it's they they're referred to as the bat nipples. Oh yeah, yeah, that that was the movie with the bat nipples. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like long live the bat nipple. Who's whose bright idea was it to say? You know what? We should be able to see the nipples on the on the suit. I I'm honestly curious. Did they? I don't know. Did they put bat nipples on her fucking suit too? Um, I'm I'm looking. Of course you are. I am too. It's fine. Uh, kind of. Oh no! I don't want this to play through. Stop it! Go away! I want pictures. Like the, <laughs> the nipples on the Batman suit are so bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. it, it, it does look as if they. There are like almost unintentional nipples on her suit because of the way like the the fabric comes together. Uh, but it, yeah, her bat suit definitely looks like it has bat nipples too. Just not as prevalent as the other two. Yes, it, like it looks as though it almost looks like a weirdly pointy bra. Yeah, it almost looks like a Madonna bra. It all actually, you know what? It, you know what it looks like. It looks like they're trying to make it kind of true to the animated show. If you remember, like the girls would wear those like the I almost want to say like the strapless like tops and to like there was like structure to Mm -hmm. the bra part yeah and because of it it had a point to it like that's almost what it looks like they're trying to do yeah where the actual literally just have there are literally nipples. nipples yeah I'd never thought we'd make a show where we said the word nipple so much Go go gadget bat nipple. Go go bat tho. <laughs> we, we need uh, to get off this topic. <laughs> yeah, but no, like Alicia Alicia Silverstone was like she was like one of the quintessential babes of the nineties. Oh hell yeah! Um, oh god, yeah, yeah. What was your favorite movie of hers or thing that she did? Um, Probably Clueless, to be honest with you. I would agree with that. Like, I mean, she had a lot of other good stuff, but like nothing really ever kind of uh, was as good or like took off as much as Clueless. Um. Yeah, like she, she really doesn't have that impressive of no like a filmography. Are, are people that made it big on one or two big things when we were younger. Yeah, and kind of fell off from there. Like Clueless and Batman, Batman and Robin, are like the two biggest things that she was in. Other than that, like uh, she had a a role in. Scooby Doo two. Uh, she apparently was in Tropic Thunder. I don't remember that. 
Um, and really, she really hasn't been in anything since. Uh, yeah. My, so okay, so we're in a we're in a piggyback here. My next one also was in a Batman movie. She was also had a three a three episode stint on How I Met Your Mother. As the slutty pumpkin. Most notably known as Joey Potter on Dawson's Creek. Katie Holmes. Oh. Yeah. I forget she was in a Batman movie. Uh, she was she was Rachel Dawes on in Batman Begins. Yep. And I then forgot. And then left the series because she Cruz. Well, one because of Tom Cruise, and two, she didn't want to be typecast into the superhero genre, which she didn't think had a future. Yeah, how's that going for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, you want to talk about like America's Girl Next Door? That is all I see when I see her. Even like older her, which mm-hmm. Hollywood doesn't age well. Okay. Hollywood either ages really well or really bad and nothing in between. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Katie Holmes, like she still looks like the girl next door. Oh yeah. She looks like the girl next door that never moved out of her parents' house and just took it over when they passed away. And now right? has, like, like now has a garden but- full of basil. She tends to. But like not only that, but she's the girl next to who never left her parents' home ever and like took care of her aging parents until the day they died and like never put them in a like nursing home, took care of them at home, and then took over the house when they were gone. Like I mean, what did I say? Well, I went a little more in depth, but (laughs) yeah, whatever. Uh yeah, you cut off my joke about having a basil garden. Who grows basil? That's the joke. Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Never never moved out of her parents' house, took it over when they passed away, and now has a garden full of basil is the joke. Like, oh, boy. Mm, yeah. She was very hot, though. I And I never watched Dawson's Creek. Yeah, uh, did I. My sister did. And I would, like, tune in from time to time with her solely because of Joey. AKA Katie Holmes. Yeah. Katie Holmes is a good one. Didn't even think to put her on my list though. Cause I really didn't, I really didn't watch anything with her in it as a kid. Like realistically, the first time I ever saw her in anything was uh Batman begins. Right. Which so, she played a really good part in. Yeah, she did. I did not like Maggie Gyllenhaal that they replaced her with going no, forward. She was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Who you, who you got next? Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. Ooh, good old Buffy, the vampire slayer, man. Okay. I will still go back and rewatch that show. Number one, it's actually a really good fucking show. Uh, and two, like Sarah Michelle Geller is gorgeous. I actually wrote her a letter when I was a kid. I got a signed autograph in really? the mail back. Yeah. Yep. Well, shit. Mm-hmm. Whether it was actually signed by her, I have no fucking clue, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's probably like me having a signed thing, a signed picture from Chuck Norris being in the Chuck Norris fan club. Probably right. wasn't Chuck that signed it. Probably not. Um, but I mean, like Sarah Michelle Geller, like she had a lot of good stuff. You know, obviously Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the first place that I ever saw her, and apparently I was watching Buffy probably at way too young of a fucking age because no, I was like ten or eleven. You mean um, having having posters all over your room of half naked women wasn't to tell that you were probably doing stuff as a kid that you shouldn't have been doing. I didn't have those posters. When I was that young. That was like 13, 14, 15. Uh, sure. 
Yeah. Because 12 year old Gene was so, uh, 12 year old Rotten Jack was so on the straight and narrow that he was watching Buffy that it's unrealistic to think that maybe you started that collection a year or two earlier than you claim. No, I you, actually didn't. You, DGN. I don't believe you. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but like, not only that, but like, like Scooby Doo, she was great as Daphne, fit that character great. Um, still, I was young enough to have her still count as a childhood crush for that movie, too, because that came out in what, like 2000, 2001, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, her and Buffy led me to my second reason that I like redheads too. And that's, uh, Allison Hannigan. Ooh. Yeah. She was, she played in Buffy too. That's the first place I saw her. And then she was in American pie. Uh, I think. Who are you thinking of from American Pie? No, I'm just, I don't know if I have that right that she was in Buffy first, then American oh, Pie. Gotcha. I got confused by the question. I'm also paging through pictures of my next comment. So, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Never mind. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we'll just bonus round, we'll throw Allison Hannigan on the list too because because why not yeah so i'm gonna go with tiffany amber tyson tyson however you want to say it she played kelly kapowski yes on saved by the bell and all three of these women could have been on this list yeah so I didn't watch Saved by the Bell at all. Okay. So the first time I ever saw her was a more recent show, uh, White Collar, where she plays the one main character's wife. And I'm like, oh my God, like she is fucking gorgeous. She's got those piercing fucking blue eyes. Yep. Holy shit. So while I can't qualify her as a childhood crush, uh, like that gets a stamp of approval as a good choice right there. Yeah. I mean, so uh, let's see. I'm looking up the other two right now. So Elizabeth Berkeley is another one. Like again, all three of them could have easily made this list as a childhood crush. Um, the girl who played Lisa Lark Voorhees, Looks love the like, last name love the last name yeah I, like i'm coming up on some like the one picture she doesn't look great uh, it's like she the, spelled the, the, it wrong she spells it wrong but i still like the last name well in the uh the video is the sad truth about lark Voorhees' life so i don't i and i don't have uh potential information there but right her as i believe her name was lisa turtle in the show. Uh, and then Elizabeth Berkeley paid, played Jesse Spano. Yes. Lisa and Turtle. Y E W. She was so attractive that she actually played a hooker in any given Sunday that would sleep with, um, Pacino. Which one are you talking about? The one who played Jesse Elizabeth Berkeley. Oh, okay. And then there's Tiffany Amber Tyson, Tyson, whatever, however the fuck you say it. Yeah. And she was your cheerleader, like just you. Yeah. This this was the embodiment of every girl that every guy wanted to date, like captain the cheerleading team, and then like and and rocking the fantastic like cut cut neck sweatshirt thrown over the shoulder like i mm -hmm. the whole thing listen man like she's got me at her eyes like fuck the rest of it like those eyes god damn 
yeah, this, and she was a way better fit for Slater than she was for Zach Morris, mostly because Zach Morris is trash. Uh, I'll take your word for it. There's an entire YouTube series called Zach Morris is trash. (laughs) And it literally just shows how like this dude is a beloved character on a show. But when you really dissect him episode by episode and the stuff that he did, he was a garbage human being and none of them should have been friends with him. And he probably should have been in jail. When you're bored, when you're bored one night. I probably won't because I've never even watched a single episode of Saved by the Bell. So see, and this is one of those weird ones where our our age gap is just enough that like Saved by the Bell was a huge thing for me. Yeah. Three year age gap between us. Saved by the Bell was a thing for you. Me, I never never watched watched an episode. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Nope. What's your next one? The wonderful and beautiful Eliza Dushku. Eliza Dushku. E-L-I-Z-A-D-U-S-H-K-U. U-S-H-K-U. What are you from? Uh, Bring it on. Yeah. Um, the new, the guy. new guy. The new mm-hmm. guy. Yep. Uh, she was also in Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, and then had her own spinoff show. I definitely know her the most from the new guy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, oh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was one of the. Yeah. Um, I approve of this. Yeah. It's sad. She's really kind of fallen off the map. As far as like, she really hasn't been in anything since like 2017. She, I don't know if she's done acting or, or what, which is a shame because she was a treat to watch. Um, well, it looks like she's got, she did some voice acting stuff. Yeah. But like, I mean, even that's nothing, like 2015 is the most recent. Yeah. Like 2017 was the last TV show she was in. 2016 was the last movie she was in. Um, but she was real big there for quite a while in the early 2000s. Yeah, because she had that. Like, she looks a little out of out of character playing the cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Yeah, very but, much so. But the character she played. In the new guy, the new guy fit fit really and she well. was a cheerleader in both. Correct. Go figure. Yeah, it was. They were different characters, though. Yeah, and the one from the new guy definitely fit more. Yeah, I'm noticing we have a lot of uh, girl next door flavor. Who doesn't love a fucking girl next door, though? You know, totally fair. How how many more you got? Uh. I got one more. Like I got my number one. And that's it. All right. That's where I'm at too. So let's have it. Well, who do you think my number one is? Oh, honestly, I don't know. You're really, you're all over, you're all over the board. So I can't really put a, who you got. There's a very specific reason why, like, goth girls and horror and the macabre is it is, the, is my it the, thing is it what's her nuts from scream no although got? she is a very nev campbell yeah she's a good one um christina ricci ah uh, the og wednesday adams got totally fair and this makes sense mm-hmm this totally makes sense. She was probably my absolute first. Like jaw hit the floor. Like, uh, yeah. Can I, I want, I want to meet her. And I don't, I mean, 
part it was partially the character of Wednesday Adams, but like Christina Ricci herself is very, very pretty. And I was really kind of sad that they didn't cast her as Morticia Adams in the new Wednesday Adams show. She's very pretty in a very different way than everyone else you've named so far. Yep. But like I said, there's a very specific reason why I'm highly attracted to like goth ask the macabre like style girls. Uh, there's your reason. Explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. So. Hold on. Oh, boy. Christina Ricci Mm -hmm. is going to voice Harley Quinn. In a podcast series about like about Batman. Really? Let's find out when this is actually from. No, July 21st, 22. Christina Ricci to voice the trained psychiatrist in a podcast series titled Carly Quinn and the Joker Sound Mind. Interesting. I wonder if that actually exists. Well, it's not on our Wikipedia page yet, but. Interesting. Yeah. This is. This totally makes sense. Um, The fact that she was also in Casper. Yeah love that it makes sense for you but it's also well off the beaten path of everything we've talked about so far yeah but this is why she's like my number one totally fair totally totally fair yeah i had just found a very awkward like pregnancy photo of her oh boy okay yeah she like she's wearing a sweater buttoned across her chest with her baby bump sticking out I will never understand the point of pregnancy pictures. Neither like, will I. Especially like glam pregnancy shots where like, oh, I'm trying to like, I'm basically wearing negligee with my baby bump hanging out. What? Why? Why are we doing this? Another story yeah, like, for another time. Do you, but... do, you want, do you want me to show up and like just show off my beer gut? Yeah. And, like take fucking photos. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not going to go down this road. <laughs> I won't. I'll, I will. I will. No, we're not doing it. All right. So, if you had to guess who my number one all time young preteen to childhood adult or to childhood, what? What am I saying? My young, like preteen childhood crush. Who was it? If you hadn't already said the few wrestlers that you had, that's where you've been going. I would have been going there. Outside of that, I don't really know. Like, I knew you were like really into martial arts. So, like, were you into like, I don't know, Hillary Swank from Karate Kid 2 or something like that? Uh, That was the next Karate Kid. Whatever. And yes, because she had that awesome. like girl next door badass thing going on right but no she's close she's probably out just on the outside looking in i couldn't fathom a guess then oh buddy do i know who this person is oh fuck yeah you know who this person is oh god you know who this person is am i gonna be ashamed that i didn't think of this as soon as you tell me potentially oh boy it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> I yeah. loved Britney Spears. Christina Aguilera, very, very close number two. Christina Aguilera, a few years after, like when Britney got like way too popular and way too on the road to crazy, Christina mm-hmm. took over for a bit. But you want to talk about legitimate hardcore i i had in seven it was either seventh or eighth grade i had a folder that my sister made for me because my biggest problem in school was never the fact that i didn't know what i was doing or i didn't know the subject 
it was that I would do my homework and then somehow never turn it in. So my sister was like, I will make you a folder that you will never, ever lose because you're never going to want to. And she gave this thing to me and it was just pictures of Britney Spears all over front and back. So here I am walking around eighth grade with this folder covered in Britney Spears pictures with all my homework in it. And I still found ways to not turn homework in, but I never lost the folder. So you're too busy looking at the goddamn folder. Um, Britney Spears. Like like when you hear young adults, I'm going to marry like even grown ass women at this point. Like I'm going to marry Josh Allen. First off. No, you're not. But second, I said that about Britney Spears. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to marry Britney Spears. And that was truth be told. You kind of dodged a bullet by not being able to do that one there, but yeah. And you know what? I also spent a long time in my life being really, really drawn to crazy. So that makes a lot of sense. Oh, you can just smell it out. Yeah. Um, there was a good point in my life where I pretty much being crazy was a prerequisite for me to be attracted to somebody. Thankfully I got, I got away from that. Yeah. Got a pretty sane one now. Very true. Well, as sane as a girl can be, they're all at least a four crazy. I don't make the rules. That's the crazy hot matrix. True. Uh, very true. So yeah, I, Brittany, I put- Brittany is definitely good. I, I'm honestly surprised that I didn't have any of those, like, you know, Brittany, uh, Christina or um, Mandy Moore on my list. Ooh, Mandy Moore. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I really didn't care for Christina until she was more in her um, that like dirty phase that she had. Okay. That's so when you, my you eyes kind of you weren't a fan of uh, of the genie in a bottle. I mean, I was. Uh, but my eyes really drifted that way during her dirty phase. Um, I I don't know. There was just something about that, like, like the the real dark, like eye makeup and the um, like the dirty, greasy looking blonde hair with like the black like undertones and stuff like that. I don't know. So I put this question out knowing we were doing this topic on my Instagram. And so far it's only been up for a couple hours. I got a couple of answers from friends and family and okay. No, no family, just people that follow me on Instagram. Sure. Um, one was Kevin from the backstreet boys, which that's fair. That ob- That's a valid. Yeah. Objectively speaking, I have the, even the picture that I use, I'm like, why is he looking at me like that? Yeah. And then a young man who I currently work with in a baseball related sense, young DiCaprio. And I'm like, okay, Sam. (laughs) I young DiCaprio, old DiCaprio. Like, listen, like he's a good looking dude. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's no Ryan Reynolds, but no good looking dude. No, he is no Ryan Reynolds, but he's a good looking dude. And uh, you better jump on that train quick, because once you turn 25, you're too old for him. So Nope, he upped it to 27. He's dating Gigi Hadid now. Ooh. Yeah. Inflation's going up, so it's his age bracket. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus. So weird. Like, you only date 25-year-olds. Bro, you're 55. Knock it off. Yeah, right? Yeah. <sighs> this was a fun trip down memory lane and it didn't, yes, it get, was, it didn't get nearly as weird as I thought it would. I thought this one was going to get off the rails pretty quick. No. Cause like, there's really not much to say. Like these were childhood crushes. Like, right. We didn't really have a specific reason. We were just like, Oh my God, this girl is very pretty. Like, no, no, no. let's be I like her nine 99.9% of it is whole. Oh, they're hot. Yeah. Like, I, I to this day 
Britney Spears, oops, I did it again in a schoolgirl outfit has a special place in my heart. Uh, no, that was hit me, baby, one more timing. Oops, I did it again was the red latex. Yeah, I'm aware. I felt like saying hit me, baby, one more timing was a little creepy. <laughs> it was the name of a song. I'm aware. <laughs> I overthought myself. Calm down. But yeah, I it's. Uh, that really, really, that's what it was like. What? Like, why did you like Sable? Objectively speaking, and I hope Brock Lesnar never hears this because I don't want him to kick my ass. <laughs> but Sable is not incredibly. It's not like she's incredibly pretty. She's had, a, and especially now, she's had a lot of work done on her face. And I'm not a huge fan of that. You know, she she had the like the lip filler and stuff back then. Yeah. You know, even when she was in her prime. Yeah. So what was the draw? Boobs. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I was third because I was 11. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not, I don't like all the, and like, I know it's such a, like a popular thing nowadays among celebrities and stuff, but like, I hate all like the plastic surgery that they get done because I loved Ariana Grande. She was very pretty. And then she had all that plastic surgery. She's like brown instead of pale white like she normally is. And she just doesn't even look like the same person. And I don't find her attractive anymore. I'm hoping that's from like a bad spray tan. Yeah. Like she just she she just tans way too much. Like it's. Like, I just I don't I don't understand it. Like, so weird. Just like, and, not. And don't don't get me wrong. Like, I understand that having a tan makes you feel a certain way, and you know there are health benefits to being out in the sun and whatnot. And but there's it, having a tan and then cooking yourself to a crisp. Yeah, like you shouldn't you shouldn't pretend you're bacon. Right. I'm just throwing it out there, but I mean I love bacon, but ah. Uh. Yeah. How fun. Good times. Well, good memories of uh, without question. And, and a good. lot more fun talking about fake celebrity crushes as opposed to real life person crushes because that's just a depressing road we don't want to go down. Yeah, no. At least no, at, thanks. At, at least at least when I got rejected by my celebrity crushes, it's because they never actually know who knew who I was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not not just <laughs> pretending to do so in my fifth grade class. Jesus. Not yeah, not it's, not just because they're like, um, can you move down? Like <laughs> I want to sit next to my that was that was sixth grade. I haven't told you my my first ever crush story, and I will not do it on the air. So oh boy, I can't oh wait boy. to hear this one. Yeah, it's a good one. But uh that'll about wrap it up for this episode. A little little slow, little it felt a little clunky at times, but you know, thanks for sticking with us. I hope you guys you know, enjoyed this little trip down memory lane and potentially uh, kind of reflected back on your own childhood. And, you know, when you first started noticing celebrities of your particular taste and or variation, uh, RJ, thanks for thanks for sticking out with me on a late on a Tuesday evening here. I mean, I was going to be up anyways, so yeah, very true. So with that basically an insomniac, I'm not anymore. It's really nice. I recommend getting off that if I were you. I can't you, help it. You, you I'm wired. 11, 11 o'clock hits and I like my brain stops working. I start mumbling over my words. I'm just talking I'm just, out loud. It's fine. I'm just wired to be a night person. Can't help it. Yeah. You, you say that until you don't have to be. And you shouldn't be. I haven't had to be for at least three years and I still can't get rid of it. That's a choice at that point. Anyway, uh, comment about you, part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Like, follow, share, subscribe. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in comment about you. We're the only thing that pops up, I promise. And with that all being said, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Comment Debauchery. Following podcast is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle makes quality beard and grooming products for the modern man who likes to look good while raiding the countryside. 
visit their website, thebeardstruggle.com, to scope out their awesome product line and use promo code JAWS20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. The Beard Struggle, because everyone looks better with a beard.